Everyone's got opinions when it comes to leadership, and let's be honest, how many experts do we all know? But where can we find real leadership advice that's not BS? Well, look no further. Welcome to No BS Leadership, where on each episode, we attempt to expose the gap between what leaders think they should be doing and what actually works. Listen in as we irritate some, inform others, and challenge all leaders to discover a better path to the leadership excellence we all want. So, Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome back to the No More Leadership BS podcast. It's 2023. Can you believe it? It's 522, baby. Yes. I could take a whole year. What the hell? It took a year and we made it. I'm here with the usual gang from the No More Leadership BS podcast. Geoff, Jeff McLaughlin, Myra Hall, Dr. Sam Jennings, Jeff Conroy, and myself, Jeff Geyer. And we are excited to be in another new year. Now, technically, it's just because that Gregarian guy made a calendar, right? That it's a new year. It's just another day. We wanted to think about it that way. But this is typically the time of year when everybody, everybody, there's an over-exaggeration. When a lot of people, there's a less over-exaggeration. Get to the point. Make, I'm hurrying, I'm hurrying, make New Year's resolutions. And we all know that New Year's resolutions typically don't work out very good. So we thought we'd talk today about maybe the differences and similarities between resolutions, goals, and here's the new one, intentions. What are your intentions for 2023? And Dr. Sam, I'm going to come to you first. It's a brand new year. A brand new day. The world is our oyster, so to speak. What do you intend to do? Oh my goodness. That's a great big question. And the well, question of intention is a perfect one. That folks will come out after having maybe enjoyed the OH chemical a little too much on the evening of the 31st, into the 1st, and feeling it on the 1st and maybe even the 2nd. Then he had quite too much food over the holiday. And say, I'm going to lose some weight. I'm going to drink less. I'm going to work out more, wherever it is. Why? These big, giant goals that are out there, easy to say, easy to think of, and easy to imagine the outcome. But then the intention is the question. What are you going to do? What behavior are you going to change to make that happen? And I'll tell you, even that is easy to say. I'm going to work out five days a week. I'm going to eat 1,800 calories a day. I'm going to drink once a weekend. Who drinks tops? Again, easy, easy to say. How? How are you going to do that? How can you make that change? If you are eating 2,500 calories a day, do you want to dial that back by a lot? Just to make that jump, that's where people lose it. That's too big of a chasm to leap through. So the intention I'm getting to, I'm going to tell a related story real quick. When the first podcast I listened to about 3D printing food, okay, so you get this goop together and you print your food. And they were sharing this example of, imagine somebody who needs to bring down their salt intake. You can take out salt from a diet and everything's going to taste bad and our instinct turning be back on salt. Or if you're 3D printing food, maybe you take out a gram of salt once and they give you that and take out a gram of salt later and keep going down and down to pretty soon they haven't been able to register that anything's changed in their minds, their behavior's changed and their salt intakes come down. 
So we can't all 3D print our schedules, right? You can't just have some third thing make it happen. So little tiny incremental changes is what's going to make somebody reach that goal. It might take longer, but taking your intake from 2,500 down to 2,350 or maybe even 2,400, small steps you can manage will get us there. So to that point, whatever we do, needs to be these micro goals we can work on that lead us to the next micro goal to get us then on our journey. So that big, long, watering story, Jeff Dyer, and I'll sign off. That's good for me, folks. I'll see you next time. <laughs> I intend to say no more, yes. <laughs> That's pretty good. Geoff, I was thinking as Dr. Sam was talking there that we've all heard the, the axiom that we judge other people by their actions and we judge ourselves by our intentions. And how can we make sure that our intentions are aligned with our goals and the direction that we want to go? Wow, Jeff, that's a great question. And it's really, it's, I think there's that important distinction. You said that we judge others by their actions and ourselves by our intentions. And one of those things that I've been looking at and doing research on lately is the mind and the brain and how as human beings, we are pre-programmed for negativity. We are pre-programmed and that's a survival mechanism. And it really is the, the negativity. So we don't get eaten by the bear where we're trying to go out and find berries to eat for ourselves and for our tribes. So we're constantly looking at the negative. How did we survive? What do we do? We've got to be on the lookout for all these things. And so a lot of the times I think those goals stem from a negative place and trying to switch that biologically is really challenging because You've got people that are optimistic and people that are pessimistic, but we're all, even, even the people that are the most optimistic are still have that negative programming in their minds. And so if we want to really try and make a difference and try and work on our intentions. You have to be very conscientious about it. You have to, first thing I want to work on my intentions. You have to set the intention to work on your intentions. So trying to program your brain and working within your biology to do that. So I, I know that Myra put something in our little chat over here, the reticular activation system of intending to look at something to find the good. So if you want to look at, you know, how do I make a bigger impact this year? Okay. That's a pretty broad statement. You need to be a little more specific. Who do you want to impact this year? Why do you want to impact them? And then it comes down to being more specific. I want to impact these people by doing this. Now you've got an intention. Now you're going to start to find the opportunities to impact those people because you have it specifically in your mind. And so activating that reticular activation system going, this is what I'm looking for. Now you're going to start to see it. So it's like when you buy a car, when you go start to look at a car, all of a sudden you start to see it all over the place. It's that reticular activation system. Your brain, those cars have already been there. They've been there all the time, but you haven't noticed them before. Now you're noticing them because you actually actively are thinking about them, even in your subconscious. I like that car. Oh my gosh, there it is over there. Now it's over there. Now, oh my gosh, I see them everywhere. It helps you to provide the opportunities to be specific in your goals. So activating those things, being very specific with what you want to do, who you want to help, how you want to help all of a sudden will help you create that conscious activation system where you can be intentional about doing those things. Long story short, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. She got rambling. No, no, yeah, really fascinating. Yeah, that is interesting. And Myra, one of the things is that I took from what Geoff was just saying there is that 
the, an intention is really focus of your attention to, to make something happen or to accomplish something. So what are some of the things that, that you do or that you advise your clients to do to help them focus their attention? There's so many things that bombard us every day. What are things we, you can suggest to people to focus their attention? First of all, I want to just take a step back and talking about the reticular activator. When I bought my favorite car ever, which was a 2000 Grand Am, it was bright red with the sunroof. I loved that car. And I had never seen one before. I live in a GM town. I had never seen one until I saw this sitting, this bright, shiny, brand new Grand Am. And I bought it. And I loved that car. I had it for 12 years. After I bought that, I saw them everywhere. I would have thought bright, red, shiny, not so much. No, I bet every other car was, at least it got my attention because I, you become aware of it. So I think that's an important part of attention. Attention goes to intention. But how I like to help people with this particular subject is help them to realize that your intention is external, internal, I'm sorry, and your goal is external. Intention is something that you set for yourself. You set your focus on something. My focus was on buying that red shiny and my goal was to find out how I could afford it. So it, the funny thing is when you set an intention with your brain cells, with your focus, which is the most important thing you can do, then your brain will find a way to make that happen. And I've seen that happen over and over again. An example is the sun. If you stand out in the sun, you're going to get warm, if, especially if it's in the middle of the summer, you're going to get really warm, but you're not nearly as hot as the sun is, right? But if you take a magnifying glass and take the power of that sun and focus it on the dry grass below, what, what happens? You start a fire. And that is the power of an intention-driven focus. Ooh, that's a good analogy. Takes mm -hmm. me back to my youth where I was burning ants on the sidewalk or whatever. I'm not, I'm, yeah, I guess well, we, we were intentionally burning them. I don't know. Well, yeah. What were your intentions so, there, Jeff? So, Conroy, when it's a new year and everything's in front of us and we have budgets that have been created and personnel plans and all that stuff that we do in business, and we, I think at some level, intend to be successful, but there's more to it than that. What's the, What's the magic of getting that magnifying glass that Myra was just talking about focused on where we are intending to go? So years ago in my younger days, I got really into doing half marathons and triathlons, half triathlons, stuff like that. Never been much of a big athlete, but it's something I wanted to do since I was getting older and I wanted to make myself healthier. That was my intent. My intention was to get healthier. So to do that, I created goals for every single day for myself. And I told my wife and family, I posted stuff on social media. It wasn't so much to brag, but it was more to hold myself accountable. I'm holding myself accountable by telling people what I'm doing. If I'm mm -hmm. going to do the Boise half marathon, half triathlon, I want to tell people about it. So I'm, cause I don't ever want to come back and say, yeah, I, I really didn't do it. So to hold myself accountable. 
So when you're talking about plans for the coming year, how, what's the secret sauce? To me, it's more about my own personal daily accountability and with the teams that you are working with. If I've got goals for 2023 and they're numeric accountable goals, I love creating charts and graphs. And so I would create a big whiteboard where the whole team would see that I could say update it every single day. So it's in people's purview. I would have monthly reviews. This is how we're doing. I would be constantly talking about your vision and your keeping our eye on the prize, so to speak. But you got to hold yourself accountable and you want to make sure that your team knows that you are going to be held accountable and you're holding them accountable. It's a team thing. That was my secret sauce was telling people about it and holding myself accountable. Yeah, I like that. But what I heard you say was, don't keep your intentions, whether they're personal or the business ones, don't keep those intentions private. No, no, because the more people you let know, your friends will keep you accountable. Your coworkers will keep you accountable. How many times have we gone into a review and they said, you said this, but then it died. That's a resolution, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to the gym. How many people have joined a gym in January? And what do those gyms look like in March? You can't even get on a, you can't even get on a bench anywhere in January and February, but come March, people are like, oh, okay. I had my chocolate chip cookie. I'm done. That type of stuff. So if you've got business goals, write them down and share them, share them with those that you're working with. For me personally, if I've got goals for 2023, I do create a whiteboard. I do section it off into the different goals that we have. I do update it every day just so the team knows that I'm on it. And if I, what's really funny now is I do it every single day. And if I don't do it, or if I'm late, I get emails or people come to my office saying, so is that report coming out yet? They're expecting it. The so, accountability, it gets built yeah, in, right? Yeah. They think it's fun and I make mm -hmm. it fun. I'll do th things like what's today's national day, national day of chocolate chips or whatever it is, or you know what, but you got to make it fun, but you want to also give them the information. That's what I do. And it's, and people need to to make it fun and get people to buy into that vision as well. So, so when I worked well, at the oh. the, uh, the wellness center and one of my friends said that his favorite workout was just to show up for the first few weeks after new year's and his workout wasn't specific. It was just picking up all the weights every I had left lying on the floor because they didn't know how to use a place and they'd be gone anyway. So he could go back to his regular workout. But <laughs> you've been asking us questions. I've got a uh, need to hear some of your insight. And what I'm curious about in particular is what have you seen that is more from a third party perspective, that it's clear to you what people are doing in terms of their goals, even their KPIs, but their intentions are not matching up with their goals and be outside of that cycle. Have you observed something like that? And secondarily, how do you approach it versus being inside the house where the action is taking place? Yeah, those are great questions that get introspection, which I think all leaders sh should do routinely, what Conroy was talking about, but certainly we should do it now. It's the new year and it's a good time to, to do that introspection search. But I believe that most of us, until we're taught how to use that reticular system that GUP was talking about, I can't even, I don't even think I said that, but whatever it is, R -I -O, whatever it is. RAS. Um, uh, RAS. Yeah, Google it. Is that <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't think too much or at all 
about our intentions. In other words, I think a lot of us get caught in in the mindset that we just go through the day and whatever's going to happen to us happens to us. And we set our goals and then we try to work to make them happen. But because we don't have a focused intention, other things get in the way of the goals. And pretty soon you're not going to the gym anymore. And those resolutions that you made just fall by the wayside and the goals just seem to disappear. And we end up reacting all day long. So I think there's real magic or secret sauces. Conroy talks about yeah. magic in, in understanding our intention or crafting our intentions, they may be, and then setting the goals and the actions that are required to make that intention a reality. If the example, we can stay on the gym one, I guess, if my intention is to be healthy in 2023, that's awesome. But what do I do? Who do I talk to? What pictures do I look at? What do I have? Do I have my friends other than just who am I going to tell? Yeah. Who am I going to tell the whole accountability piece instead of just signing up online for a gym and then going down there and not knowing what to do and Mm -hmm. a week goes by and I'm not there. So I think Sam, there's, there's magic in really focusing and intentionally determining what we're intending to do and then set goals based on that. Maybe your intention for 2023 is to be 10% more profitable. Okay. How much is 10% right now? We have to set the goal and we have to, like Conroy is talking about in this episode, really get people Involved. Don't do it in a vacuum. Have people hold you accountable. Accountability is one of the secret sauce things to being successful. And it's not a negative thing. It's a very positive thing. So maybe that's a good start to 2023. My intention is to find people to hold me accountable. Those kind of things. Yeah, really cool. Geoff, you had something. I was going to say, I'm glad you just mentioned accountability. A lot of people think accountability is a four-letter word. And it's not. It's a good thing. We're talking positive accountability, the people that are going to help you on your journey to reach your goals because they're going to keep you on track. If you go in and you want to lose 20 pounds yes, and you try to do it on your own, no, what do you do? You get a coach because your coach is going to say, wait a minute, are you showing up? If you're not coming, I'm going to be calling you on the phone saying, what's going on? This You said this is what you want to do. Is it really what you want to do? And that person who is helping to keep you accountable will keep you on track because it's real easy to get distracted with all the busyness and the things that we have to do every single day. So having that accountability person, I don't know, I think all of us have people in our lives that are accountability partners and or sometimes it's even a paid person. I have a coach that I work with because I want to be better and that coach helps me stay online. So geez, and I think Sam just put it in the chat over here. <laughs> Accountability is not a four, four letter word. It's 14 letter word, which is a lot more, which is exactly. totally true. So if you want to do better and you want to do more, you want to take care of yourself, set your intentions and find an accountability buddy who's going to help you get there. Love that accountability buddy. Love that. Yeah. yeah that's, and that, that's a, that can be your best friend, be your spouse, although that doesn't always work so well. Or the <laughs> five. Five different choices that you're listening to today. I just wanted to throw that in there. Yes, that's that's good stuff. And a a good place to stop this episode, I think. The intention of the five of us in the No More Leadership BS podcast is to help people win, right? To separate the BS in leadership from the stuff that, that actually works. And so our intention in 2023 is to help you, dear listener, 
become everything that you intend to be and everything that you can be. And we look forward to 52, now 51 more episodes in 2023. And we're excited and for what's, what's going to come. So for Jeff Geoff McLaughlin, for Dr. Sam Jennings, for Mr. Jeff Conroy and Miss Myra Hall, I'm Jeff Geyer. We are the No More Leadership BS crew, wishing you a happy new year and an intention-filled next week. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Yeah, success. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the No Leadership BS podcast. If you have any stories, questions, or comments you would like to share with us, please email us at askus at leadershipbs.co. That's askus at leadershipbs.co. Don't forget to give us a five-star review so we can reach more people. Thank you so much, and tune in next time. We'll see you then.